Unmarket Your Business, the podcast, born out of the need to share strategies and techniques that really work to market your business. Think yellow page ads and cold calls are your only choices? That's so last century. You're about to learn tested, tried and true marketing techniques you can apply and master, ones that feel authentic instead of salesy, strategies that are true to who you are and how you want to present yourself to your ideal clients. Let's join our host, Carol Joyce Dunlop, in the studio now and allow business success to move forward. Your story, how you got started, what obstacles you've overcome, how you do what you do, and why you do it, is what connects you to your target audience. You want to share it with them to inspire and motivate them and get them to work with you. However, what you don't want to do is to scare them away by telling too much. On today's episode, we're talking about how to share your story without telling it all. We'll get into it in just a bit. You're listening to the Unmarket Your Business podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Carol J. Dunlop, your online wild strategist and Amazon number one international best-selling author for my book, Unmarket Your Business, 10 Ways for Savvy Entrepreneurs to Stand Out, Stop Struggling, and Start Profiting. If you haven't gotten your copy yet, you can do that by going to csicorporation.com forward slash book. I hope you get it. It's really good. That's what I've heard anyway. So I am Carol J. Dunlop, your hostess with the mostest, and I'm so glad that you're here. I wanted to say a special shout-out to Jerome Shaw of the Open Palm Podcast. He left me this amazing message uh, the other day, and it was totally unexpected. And I just got the notice, I read it, and I actually almost started crying because it was so cool. I mean, it wasn't like he went into this long dissertation or anything, but it was just cool. Because, you know, when we're doing these, when we're producing this content, we're doing these podcasts, doing these videos, and all the other 12 million things that we do as business owners, entrepreneurs, and really marketers, sometimes we don't think that people are really paying attention to what we're doing, even though we get followers and things like that. So it's always so heartwarming to get someone to take the time out of their day and, you know, do what they have to do to leave a message. It was really great. So shout out to to you, Jerome. Thank you so much. And please continue to listen. All right, so let's get into it today. I've been talking about story all week, actually for the past two weeks. And I even conducted a master class on how to market by telling your story um, the other day. If you missed it, then what you need to do is get on my email list because my email list lets you know everything that's going on. And really, if you do it right now, or after you finish listening to this, you'll get a special little something-something. It is a bonus, seven client getting strategies. And you can check it out and get that by going to csicorporation.com forward slash seven dash strategies. Seven client getting strategies at csicorporation.com forward seven dash strategies. So you get on, uh, get that, get the bonus, get on the list. And you'll get notified of everything that's going on because I do master classes quite often. I also want to 
invite you to join my Facebook group because every Tuesday we do 10K Tuesday trainings. So that's to help you get your first or your next 10K month. I'm on my way and I want you to be with me. So let's talk about story. What is your story? Well, as I said in the beginning, your story is everything about you that has gotten you to this very point. Whatever you've been through, what experiences you've had, the ups, your downs, your good, your bad, everything. That's all part of your story. It's gone into what makes you, you. And the good thing is about it is that people want to hear your story. They want to share it. They want you to share it. They want to be a part of it. And that's important because our minds or our minds are geared toward stories. We want stories. We want to hear stories. We want to read stories. We want to get into stories. Why? Because, number one, it gives us a break from our own life. If we get involved in someone else's story, then we don't have to worry about our life so much. Not that our life is bad or anything, but everybody needs a break from our own life sometimes. And then I found out this really, really interesting, uh, I guess, stat or fact, actually, is that our brain, you know, is is two sides, the creative side on the right and the logical side on the left. Well, it's actually the logical side on the left (laughs) that is responsible for stories and making up stories, not lies or, you know, fantastical things, but just our brains being so logical, it has to have a story to make sense, to be able for it to make sense of things. So, for instance, have you ever run up on maybe a car accident and you've come there after it's all over, but you see people standing around, the police are there, and you're wondering what happens? Well, your brain kind of makes up a story about what could possibly have happened. Did someone step in front of a car and get hit? Did a car come in front of another one and, you know, cut somebody off? Is that, why, is that why they got hit? Maybe it was a bank robbery and everybody had to stop. You know how your mind just goes like a million different places? That's the logical side of your brain, making up a story to account for what you've come upon and kind of make sense of it all. seems kind of funny that the logical side of your brain will be making up a story and not the creative side, right? But Research and science has proven that's what it is. The other thing about story is that we crave stories. We're wired for stories. We want to hear stories. Like I said, we want to watch them. Have you ever read or watched or listened to a story and the main character really resonated with you and then you found yourself kind of being involved in the story? You could see yourself as that main character or going through the things that they went through went through. Maybe when someone shares their story, like me, for instance, of going through, my husband uh, suffered a devastating stroke, and six months later, I was diagnosed with stage two breast cancer. It all happened in the same year, and it was eight years ago. So that happened. We went through rehab. We went through recovery. We went through rehabilitation. We went through all of that, and I'm happy to say, praise God, that we are here. We are doing our thing. We're alive and well, and continuing on with life. But if you have had maybe a scare with cancer or a relative or even yourself have suffered from a stroke, you know exactly the things that we most likely went through. And then to have both of those things at the same time, God, your heart just goes out to us, right? I know mine does to people, even if they just have one of those things. So that's what happens with our brains. We we kind of inject ourselves into that and we feel empathy 
for the person going through whatever they're going through. If it's good, bad, you know, whatever. So when you share your story, you actually bring your audience into where you are, into your life, and they connect with you. And what happens when someone connects with you is they feel like they know you. How many people can you think of right now on TV or influencers or whatever, you listen to what they're saying, you follow them, you watch what they're doing, and you feel like you really know them? Like, for instance, um, the big wedding that happened earlier this year with uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Now, I was, I'm was i a big fan of royalty, of, of them especially, of that whole royal family. I mean, I watched Die, Princess Die and Prince Charles get married. I watched... Um, Prince Andrew and Fergie get married, and I watched that whole, you know, thing when they got divorced, and Charles and Diana, all that. So I'm a lifelong fan and follower. So I feel like I know these people. But if they came upon me, like, today and passed me in the street, they wouldn't know who I am. But why do we feel? We feel that connection because we buy into the story. So that's what your story and sharing your story does for your target audience. It helps them get to know you, figure out that they like you, they start to trust you, and then guess what's next? They start buying from you. From you. Isn't that awesome? Because people only buy from people they know, like, and trust. People don't buy from logos. They don't buy from brands. They don't buy from, you know, pretty colors and all that. They buy from actual people. And behind those logos and brands are actual real people. And that especially right now, is what people want to know. They want to know the actual real people who are behind those brands so that they can connect with them, figure out that they know, like, and trust them, or find out if they know, like, and trust them, and start buying from them. So it behooves you to share your story. Now, here's a caveat. You you can share too much, and that can scare people away. Just like me, when I told you about how my husband went through stroke, I went through breast cancer, and now we're good. That's all I told you. Now, if you connected with me or messaged me and said, hey, Carol, tell me more about your story, I'll willingly share with you the nitty-gritty and the pieces as much as you want to know because it wasn't all pretty. Let me just tell you that. And it wasn't all good. It was cancer. It was stroke. It was hospitals. It was doctors. It was pricks and blood taking and just anything that you can imagine. It was ups and downs and tears and crying and laughing and finding new friends and all of that. But sometimes you don't need to tell people that whole thing. You know, especially if you're trying to get get your story out there, you really don't have time for a dissertation. Have you heard that the attention span of the average person right now is equals to that of a goldfish? A goldfish. How long of an attention span do you think a goldfish has? You know, it's it's really quite small, I'm pretty sure. I don't know exactly, but I'm sure it's quite small. So that's about the attention span of most people. And not only do they not have time to listen to all that, you know, dissertation that you could go into, they don't want to hear that. They don't want to know about all that. They want to know, you went through this, you know, I I did that. Now I'm okay. I'm great. I'm here to inspire you and show you that if I did it, you can do it too. That's basically what they want. It's kind of like when you pass somebody in the street and you say, hey, how you doing? And they say, fine, how are you? When they might not really be fine. Or if they if they stop and they say, well, this is happening and that's happening, you're like, oh, my God, I just asked you how you were doing. I didn't want to know all that stuff. That's the, That's what I'm talking about. So you kind of have to curtail what you're putting out there. Now, 
I'm very open about my story. My husband is also my husband is as well, and most people are. They'll tell you, you know, what you want to know, but everybody doesn't want to know everything. They want to know like the highlights and you know skip around and stuff like that. I learned from um, Kim Coles from Living Single. I don't know why I couldn't think of that before, but Living Single, one of my favorite most favorite um, sitcoms from the 90s. They used to come on right after Martin, Martin. I used to love that. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you are probably watching the NBC version, which was Friends and, uh, not Frasier, but um, it was another show, Seinfeld. Seinfeld and then Friends. It was like a racial divide with that. (laughs) All the black people watched Martin and Living Living Single, not Living Color, but Living Single, which Living Color was another show. And all the Caucasian or white people, (coughs) excuse me, watched Seinfeld and Friends. I think they came on the same day. I mean, it was a cultural thing. Hey, what can you say? But anyway, Kim Coles has gone on to keep her career going. She's still funny. And I recently saw her here in Atlanta at a conference, and she was talking about storytelling because that's what she does. She really gets into this whole storytelling thing. I do too as well because it's part of your brand. But I don't get into it as deep as she does. So if she really wants to pull it out of you and all that, and if you want to do that, you need to go to her. But what I can do is help you create your story, bring it forward, and put it in as part of your marketing because we all kind of work together. You know, all the pieces kind of work together, but some people specialize in different things. So anyway, she was saying, if you tell somebody your story and you take them down, like you tell them, um, she had an instance where she was really suicidal after her show was canceled and she didn't know what to do with herself, but she didn't go into the whole thing about, you know, what she actually did or what she almost did and all of that. And She said, if you take somebody down that low, you better have something to tell them to bring them back up because you can't leave people down in the depths. You know, if I tell you all the things that I went through with my cancer journey and with my husband's stroke journey and how all the things that went through, and then I just leave you there like, oh, my God, what happened? I want to know the ending of the story. But I'm here to tell you that everything has worked out fine so far. I'm still alive right this second. Let me knock on wood. Here's the wood. Let me knock on it. <laughs> I am superstitious. I'm a southern girl, honey. See what I mean? That is part of my story. Part of my story is that I'm southern. I say y'all. I have an accent, if you haven't noticed already. I'm a little superstitious. You know, my um, mom, my grandmom, and my great-grandmom were all entrepreneurs. They were all born in the south. In the deep south, might add, in South Carolina, the redneck capital of the world. You're listening to the Unmarket Your Business podcast. So there, I've told you more of my story. I didn't share all the things that I've gone through, but you know a little bit more about me. And now you're able to connect with me a little bit more, especially if you're a woman from the south, if you're a southern girl, if you say y'all, if you like grits, if you had entrepreneur if you have an entrepreneurial background, maybe your your grandmother or your mother or somebody in your in your lineage was an entrepreneur and you are as well, you know, you can relate to me. So those are the things that I wanted to share with you about sharing your story. So you may ask, Carol, 
how do I market with my story and, you know, where can I use it? So I've got three examples of where you can use your story in your marketing. So the number one place is your website. Why not? That is the story that is your business hub and your story hub online. That's where everybody goes to find out about you, your website, and in particular, your about page. Now, you may think your about page is just like, you know, I graduated here, I got this certification, you know, I'm doing this and this. It's much more than that. The about page is where you can allow your personality to shine and just blossom. You can tell tell people about your um, origin your origin story. You know, like the comedy books and not the comedy books, but the um, the comics. Each of the comics and the heroes and the monsters and all they all have an origin story. What's your origin story? People want to know because it's part of your brand. Especially if you're an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, a small business, people want to know, how did you get this thing started? I know there's a picture circulating, probably for a while now, about Jeff Bezos from Amazon, how he was in that little, his little desk, and he had the Amazon sign, and he had his computers there, and it just looked like a, like a closet he was in with his, you know, starting his business. And now look at him, you know, billionaire, ultra billionaire, right? So what's your origin story? What made you decide to start this company? What keeps you going? What things have you been through? You can put that. I mean, you don't have to put a 10-page dissertation because nobody's going to read all that. You can put that on your about page and mix it in with the story of your company, where your company's going, you know, your vision, what you want to do with your company, what makes you different, why you stand out. All that is extremely important because that's what people connect with. All right, second place that you can share your story is on social media. And I'm not talking about what I'm eating for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, unless you're a personal trainer, and you may need to share that because your people want to know because they want to eat what you eat. Believe me, I know. I used to be a personal trainer. But you can share pieces of your story in social media. For instance, I told you that my mother, my grandmother, and my great-grandmother were all entrepreneurs. I recently put up a post that says, that said kind of the same thing. My mom owned a daycare. My grandmother was an independent contractor. She actually worked for the Caucasian ladies in the in the neighborhood cleaning their houses, but she was really an independent contractor, right, because she controlled her money. She controlled who she worked for when. And then my great-grandmother owned a farm in South Carolina. Do you believe that? In the, let's see, in the... 40s, 30s, and 40s. Yeah, I'm trying to think of when my mother, brother, and all that were, were born. Uh, not 30s, it's 20s and 30s. My mom was born in 27. So 20s, 30s, 40s, and up until now, I've had this history of entrepreneurship, so I couldn't help but be an entrepreneur. And I kind of put that story on a post on social media and shared it with people. So, And people are like, oh, yeah, that makes sense, right? That's why you had a lot of trouble being an employee when you were actually an entrepreneur. I just had to switch ease. (laughs) So you can do that, too. You don't have to share the whole thing. Share bits and pieces of your story so that people can connect with you. And the other place, the the third place that you can share your story is in your emails. You have a lot more room and a lot more area to cover when you're sending emails. So don't just think of your weekly email that you send to your 
list as a newsletter. It's not really. It's really just um, an email that you're crafting to let your people know what's going on, what they can take advantage of, how they can work with you, or a little bit out of your brain. So you can share a little piece of your story, something like, you know, I used to do this, but now I do this, and you can do this too. To show them, hey, I did it, you can do it too, kind of thing. So I hope that kind of helps to let you know where you can share your story. And remember, like I said, you can't. You don't need to tell it all. Just tell a little bit, enough to get them interested, enough so that they go and look at the other things that you've put out there so they get like a full picture of your knowledge, your experience, and really how you can help them. Because everybody wants to connect, especially right now in social media when you can have 100,000 followers but not know one of them, right? Or you can have fake followers. They say you have all these hundreds of thousands of people. They're all fake or they're bots. People want to connect with the real person. I can't tell you how many times I've actually email someone back who's messaged me or something, they're like, oh, it's really you. Like, yeah, who else would it be? But there's so many fakers out there right now, people don't know. So being real, being authentic, sharing your story, telling people you understand where they are because you used to be there or you're even going through it right now will help them get to know you like you trust you so that they want to buy from you. I hope that this has helped you to know what you can do with your story, where you can use it, and how much you can actually tell in your story, right? Because you don't need to tell it all, but you do need to tell enough so that they can know, like, and trust you and buy from you, which is the main reason that you're doing this thing anyway. Because even if you're just out there trying to help people or, you know, trying to put shoes on people who have no shoes or whatever, you have to get them to connect with you and buy into what you're doing so that they will buy the shoes for the people who have no shoes or help the homeless or whatever. Your story is important. It's important in every single thing that you do if you're trying to build an audience who's going to buy into what you're doing. So I hope I hope that this helps you. And again, if you're not on my mailing list, I want you to go to csicorporation.com forward slash 7-strategies and get that 7-client-getting-strategies bon- uh, bonus. Get on the email list because I'm going to do probably about two to three more master classes in the upcoming week and a half and on storytelling, and I want you to be part of it. That's all for now. Thank you, and see you again next time. Thanks for listening. We truly appreciate it. For information about guests, products, or services that were mentioned in this episode, log on to our website at www.csicorporation.com slash unmarketing. To learn more, get a glimpse of our upcoming schedule, and join the Unmarketing Nation of Entrepreneurs who are using marketing techniques that work right now. Until next time, keep moving forward. Hi, Jerome. Thank you so much for leaving that message. This is Carol J. Dunlop from the Unmarket Your Business podcast. I just listened, and it's totally awesome and inspiring and motivating to me that it helped you. I'm so glad that it did. So I've followed your podcast. I look forward to hearing 
your episodes and see what light you're shining on the world. Thank you so much. And if you need anything, please don't hesitate to reach out. Bye for now.